and welcome to the first December episode of The Northern Connection. My name's Emma and I'm here with Rachel and Rebecca for more book chat. Jules will be joining the podcast a little bit later on in the episode. The Portico Prize has just been announced and we're really excited about the six titles that have been selected in this writing prize, which is often dubbed the Booker of the North. The shortlist includes five works of fiction and a memoir. And we're going to be chatting about them on our social media accounts throughout December and January in the run up to the 20th when the winner will be announced. But first off, it's cold outside and it's beginning to feel Christmassy and we wanted to get together to talk about the books which feel right for this time of year. Rachel, can you kick us off with your selection? Yeah, absolutely. So my first book is one that I read quite a few years ago now and I've probably reread it a couple of times. It's called The Snow Child by Owen Ivey um, and it's set in 1920s Alaska. Um, who and it's a couple who are in their middle ages really Jack and Mabel and they've decided to move to Alaska um, and they're going to start afresh in in the wilderness really Um, and they're childless and they've 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 lost a child at least one child um, in the past and they're childless and that's a big big issue in their lives that they don't really talk about and then when they're there a little girl appears mysteriously one winter on their land um and they take her into their home and they nurture her and they love her but then when the snows arrive she stays but when the spring comes she disappears and that happens each year and so it's really magical it's a folk tale um and with but it's got that element of the really harsh life of living in Alaska's and sort of, you know, setting up a homestead and a small community. And, and it, it's just a beautiful book. Um, and it's a really lovely story, really well told, um, just has that magical feeling to it. So, so it's one I would definitely recommend. And, and I've bought it as presents for lots of people. I've recommended it to lots of people and, and I haven't met anyone yet who's, who's not enjoyed it when they've read it. So yeah, that's, that's been a, that's my first recommendation. My second recommendation is um, it's by Nancy Mitford and it's Christmas Pudding and it's a farce of a book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's really quite funny. If you like something like um, Christmas at Cold Comfort Farm or something like that, you know, you can't take Nancy Mitford too seriously. Um, It's very tongue in cheek and it's... (laughs) very upper middle class and it's I think it was published in something like 1932 so that gives you sort of an idea of of the feel of it Um, and it's a group of very well healed people who have rented a cottage for Christmas um, in and they're London people really but they've gone to they've gone to countryside so what could possibly go wrong basically (laughs) Um, it's a novella really so it's not not a huge long read Um, and I think I read it for the first time a couple of years ago and just really loved it and, and laughed my way through it. I mean, I'm very biased because I think the Mitford sisters of the family are fascinating. Um, I remember reading the Mitford sisters' letters to each other. I found them on my mother-in-law's bookshelf probably about 10 years ago and read them and thought, oh my God, these people are crazy. <laughs> and why have I never heard of them before? And and what, you know, there's, I mean, you go from the sublime to the ridiculous. So you've got Decker who ran off with a communist when she was something like, I'll get the ages wrong, but I would say around 19, 
you know, um, and lived first in Spain, then in America, and, um, and, and was complete socialist. And then at the other end of the scale, you've got Diana, who married Edward Mosley, who's obviously in charge of the black shirts and was a fascist. And in the middle somewhere, you've got, well, actually, Unity's not really in the middle because she's probably at the far end of fascism because the day she was in love with Hitler and the day that Second World War was announced, she shot herself in the head <laughs> and had to be brought back to England and never recovered. Um, and so Nancy, who is bonkers, is probably the saner of the family. <laughs> um, and then you've got Deborah, who married the, the Duke of Devonshire, you know, so, and, and there's Pam, who keeps her chickens. So it's just, they are a wonderful family. And actually, I think any of Nancy Mitford's are a good are a good read but christmas pudding is a really good place to start i think it's very very funny so those are my two slightly bonkers suggestions for winter. <laughs> that's brilliant thank you what about you rebecca so my first suggestion and also i've been joined by the cat so i'm really sorry if you can hear him <laughs> meowing and purring um, the first book that i read is agatha Christie's midwinter murder which is actually a collection of 12 I think um short stories which all have a Christmassy wintry theme there are just standalone stories but some of them feature her famous detective so that's quite fun having short stories with them in and there's deadly snow drifts there's dangerous gifts there's poison meals there's mysterious guests um it's really good and I don't normally read short stories but I've read four of these so far, I think, and I'm really enjoying them. They're, they're good. Yeah, I didn't and the know cover... she'd written any actually. I didn't know Agatha Christie had written any short stories. No, I hadn't, and the I got this because I just really liked the cover. Like, I wish I could show it off on the podcast, but it, it's so beautiful, and the end papers are really nice as well. Um, and that's why I I bought it, um, mainly based on the cover. But it's it's really good, and it's just nice. Like, if you've just got half an hour and you want to sit and read and you can they're not long short stories um hence being short called short stories <laughs> well, some short stories are very long <laughs> yeah. there are there are some short stories that seem to go on forever yeah. <laughs> um, but these are short short stories and you can just kind of like dip in and out of it which is quite nice over christmas i think when yeah. I've got this stuff on. And then the other recommendation that I had is actually a series of three books called The Winter Night Trilogy by Catherine Arden. Mm-hmm. So there's three books there set in medieval Russia and they're inspired by fairy stories. And it they follow um a young woman called Vasha who discovers that she has magical gifts in a time when the the community and society has sort of turned its back on magic and the old ways of living um and yes it's 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 they're really good um the first one is the bear and the nightingale the second's the girl in the tower and the third one is the winter of the witch but they're they're very atmospheric they're perfect for this time of year because it's set in russia it's cold there's lots of snow um the winter king comes into it so he's 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 known in her like lifetime and her parents lifetime as this mystical figure who then comes into being that sounds absolutely brilliant (laughs) like they are they're really good and it brings in other folklore into each book 
Um, I've got quite into folk tales this year, actually. And actually, yeah, I was just thinking, I haven't, I haven't even caught up with all the books I bought after the last podcast. (laughs) 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 This is going to kill me again. (laughs) (laughs) I think. I think Rebecca said really early on when we were talking about our podcast, I think in our first episode, Rebecca said book buying and book reading are two (laughs) different hobbies. I did. (laughs) They are. And they are very definitely two different hobbies. Yeah, I think my TBR is bigger than ever. (laughs) And I think the more stressful life gets, the more books you buy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because it is such a nice thing to do anyway. And then then if you just ignore the... TBR pile. <laughs> Just look at the nice. <laughs> it's fine. Does anyone else find that their TBR pile, when you actually some days you look at it and think, I don't want to read anything. Right? <laughs> and, yeah. like, and then you buy a new one. Ridiculous, you know. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of saying, I've got nothing to wear. I've got nothing to read. Oh dear. Well, actually, this time last year, um, I went through a massive slump in my reading and I was really really struggling and um Siobhan had, had recommended a book to me which is fantastic and then some other uh, friends I have who who love um reading they they'd said to try this anthology which is called Afraid of the Christmas Lights um and it's an anthology of crime stories and I do I very often find that when I am in a bit of a, a reading rut crime books can get me back on track mm. And this one absolutely did that. So it's it features um, crime short stories by the likes of Sophie Hanna, Mark Billingham, Val McDermott. So really big names, and um, they're all they're all festive stories, really gripping. Some of them are funny. Some of them are just downright dark and macabre. But um, I would absolutely recommend those. I love short stories anyway, but. Mm-hmm. I think particularly around Christmas, like you said, uh, Rebecca, you know, when you don't very often have big chunks of time. Christmas is funny because you either have loads of time or you've got hardly any time at all. And so Christmas, um, the the short stories are perfect for that. And actually, um, if you do buy this book, um, the profits go to two domestic abuse charities for women. So Mm -hmm. it's sort of a good investment mm. so it's one of them is the rights of women and the other one is estas which educates people about uh, domestic abuse um so good reason to buy it as well yeah. i've forgotten all about that book actually i remember seeing that advertised last year and really thinking that i wanted to to get a copy so i probably i'll i'll have to do that it it is really good and he's done i think was it edited by dom nolan he did another one called Afraid of the Dark, I think it is, which is, I'm hoping I'm right here, very <laughs> similar as in its crime short stories. But right. then this one, Afraid of the Christmas Lights, they're Christmas themed crime short stories. That's the, yeah, that's my first recommendation. And then another one is also short stories. <laughs> <laughs> It's by um, Rachel Joyce, who's really well known for books like um, The Unlikely Pilgrimage of Harold Fry and um, Queenie. Was it Queenie was her second one? Uh, is it The Love Song of Queenie Hennessy? That's it, The Love Song of Queenie Hennessy, because there was another book called Queenie, wasn't mm. there? And um, what this one is, it's um, a series of seven linked short stories. Um, 
and it's all it works almost like you know as as one character steps forward another one another one steps back um and what you see is you see glimpses of the characters in the other one's short stories mm. um and in the foreword of the book she just explains how a lot of the a lot of the characters were either characters who were cut from her novels or who didn't quite make it or they're sort of slight spin-offs and uh, uh reading her foreword she writes in a caravan and she mm-hmm. said that the 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 characters were hanging around in her caravan and they were just making an awful lot of noise and they were being really demanding. <laughs> like they wanted a short story each. So this in this book, she gives them each a short story. Um, and they're all just absolutely wonderful. But I, have to, I absolutely love linked short stories. Um, and there's a little bit at the end, um, which she, I'm just going to read it out to you. Uh, it says, the appeal for me of a short story is that it's like a dream. And it is like life and a curtain sweeps open briefly. And at a key moment of someone's history, you're allowed to sit so close that you can see the creases, the dimples, the freckles of their skin. And then whoosh, the curtain closes and they have gone. And I think short stories are very like that. Mm. You, you, you get a very intense relationship with the character mm. for a very brief period of time. And sometimes the nature of the story is you're left to fill in the ending or you have to, you're not quite, you can work out how it's ended, but you're yeah. not 100% sure how it's ended. So what was really nice, I think, in the linked short stories is you see glimpses of the characters and you think, oh, yeah, they were OK afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I really <laughs> like went. that, that they link. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that they're characters that have been cut from the other books or they're only in it a little bit. Like, a, I'm going to have to buy that. Yeah, it's, it is. It's great. There's just a little bit where there was uh, one character, I think it's Maureen, who was in the pilgrimage of, of Harold Fry. So she she stayed in. She she made the cut, it was. Um, <laughs> but she couldn't keep the story of how her life changed on the night that she went to a local dance. So it was sort of the after bit of that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it is. It's lovely. My mother-in-law bought it for me a couple of years ago and... I just lost myself in it completely and I still remember it. I think it must it must be like five or six years ago that I read it. It was absolutely brilliant. So that's um a snow garden and other short stories by Rachel have, Joyce. I might have to order that one. Yeah, me um, too. There's a similar so Kit DeWall has done a very similar thing with supporting act. Okay. Um, her her series of short stories. I don't know if you've read any of Kit DeWall's um, My Name is Leon. I've read both of them. They're yeah. amazing, well, amazing books. Characters from that she takes further in supporting act. So they're all characters who were in the, her her novels, um, and um, yeah, very similar thing. It's a collection of short stories. I think I read it not this summer, the summer before, but but a, but a very sort of like tidying up the loose ends, really, um, kind of thing. And I'm really 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 enjoyed that so that's good there seem to be quite a lot of short story collections around for this time of year don't they mm-hmm. um, I didn't I forgot all about really but I'm looking at it now is Christmas Days by Jeanette Winterson and that's sort of short stories and 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 pieces of writing but interspersed with her Christmas traditions and recipes um, and so it's and I think I bought that last Christmas and just gradually worked my way through it a bit at a time um, and that's that's on my shelf as well. I've also got one here called Ghosts of Christmas Past. 
which I don't think I've read. So maybe that's that's one I should dig into this year. And also Carol Ann Duffy. um, She's brought out, I don't know if you've seen it, but this year there's a a beautiful book of Christmas poetry by Carol Ann Duffy. Um, And some of it, I please correct me if I'm wrong with this. Some of it is brand new stuff. And then there is, but every year, or it seems to be every year, she brings out a lovely little tiny, beautifully illustrated sort of stocking filler size book of, of poetry. Um, and there was one, I'm sure that we've got somewhere called The Christmas Truce, which is all about the um, the Christmas truce in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And that's made the cut of this new one. So she tends to do a little pocket filler thing. I love Carol Ann Duffy's poetry. I think it's amazing sounds brilliant they all they all sound brilliant and like I said <laughs> I'll be I'll be off ordering books in a few minutes <laughs> okay it's Jules here so here are my favorite Christmas and wintery reads so first up, um, got to talk about Matt Haig, haven't we? Because A Boy Called Christmas is out on Sky, I believe now. Um, and these really are some of my favourite Christmassy reads. So there's a few of them out. Uh, the first one is A Boy Called Christmas. The second one, The Girl Who Saved Christmas. The third one, Father Christmas and Me. And then there's a little add-on, which is only quite a small book, but still brilliant, called The Truth Pixie. Um, Now, I'm not really a big reader of um, children's books, I have to say. Um, And not for any reason, just because there's so many books I like and I just kind of stick to adult books that I love. So um, these are a bit of a different read for me, but absolutely loved them. They're just those kind of uplifting Christmassy, moral to the story type books, then and they're just brilliant. Now the first one, if I remember rightly, because it's a few years since I read the first one, um, it is a little bit sad as well. So if you are going to read this as an adult, that's probably okay for you. But if you're going to recommend it to children, you might want to just have a read of it first before you let your children read it um because it is it is quite sad too but um but wonderful books and very christmasy definitely get you in the mood for christmas um so my second book that i'm going to talk about is the toy makers by robert dinsdale so it's not a christmas book as such it's more a wintery book um, it's set in London in 1917 in the wake of the First World War and it's all about Papa Jack's toy emporium and Papa Jack is kind of handing over the reins to his two sons um, to take over his toy star and it's um, the setting is just really good. Um, like I say, it's set in London um, and I would never live in London but I do love London for a visit now and again and um, it's the very wintry, snowy type scene that you can imagine that makes London just look beautiful. And as it's set in a toy emporium, that does give it that real Christmassy feel. Um, And it's just really, essentially, a very magical book. 
and whenever anybody asks for a Christmas recommendation, although like I say, it's not essentially a Christmas book, it's more a wintry book, I always recommend this book because I just absolutely love it. And it's probably time that I gave it a reread. Um, so yep, absolutely love that book. And then my final recommendation, and I say this with a giggle in my um in my voice because it's a bit of a different one. Um, it's a very small book by Saki called Christmas with Dull People. And if you are one of those people who just finds Christmas a little bit takes you out of your comfort zone, you don't really want to socialise, you've got to see people that you don't want to see. It's just all about that satirical side of Christmas, if you like. So visiting the dull relatives, tolerating all the merry stuff that goes on at Christmas when you really don't want to, uh, receiving unwanted gifts and things, and it's just really funny. And, um, yeah, if you just want something a little bit different to get you through an afternoon, it probably wouldn't even take you that long to read. It is quite small. Um, it's just a, a great um, different take on, um, yeah, on Christmas. So that's all of my uh, recommendations, short and sweet. Um, this is the end of our wintry and Christmas book recommendations, but we will be back between Christmas and New Year to give you our books of the year. And I can tell you now that that is going to be tough because I've read a lot of books this year and I've read some fantastic books, but I do have a few that stick out in my mind, so look forward to that. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Northern Conpod. And we're also going to be talking about, over the coming weeks, um, the Portico Prize. So stay tuned for more. And um, I don't think you'll hear from us again before Christmas. Like I say, the next one will be between Christmas and New Year. So we hope you all have a fantastic Christmas and happy reading. <laughs>